0: This is Missing the Mouse. I'm Jeremy Petticrew. And I'm Brad Burleson. And this week we actually have quite a bit of news to go over. The first of which is uh, that Toy Story Midway Mania is getting new track. So they're actually adding, uh, we don't know very much at this point, but they're adding track to Toy Story Midway Mania to make the attraction longer.
1: So here's the thing. When I first saw this news, I read it as... You, because you remember, we actually talked about this. Uh, what when Backlot Tour closed? Yeah, um, doubling because, it. Right. That the whole creating an entire an entire mirror of the track. Yeah. And that's what I initially thought this was, and I was like, wow. So the you know, and I'm not going to pretend like we somehow came up with that. We were both <laughs> reading it lots of places. Right. Um. But it was like, oh, so that actually did come to pass. But then you pointed out that the news story actually says more. And adding adding
0: to the attraction,
1: yes, which how does that cut down on wait times?
0: it absolutely does not. it will make them longer, unless well, I don't know if it'll make them longer, I guess, because more track equals more cars, cars on
1: at any time, I guess right,
0: because they are omni mover you know type vehicles, so they do it would add capacity, but it would be offset by the fact that the attraction is longer.
1: And and it still takes just a, I mean, it's not like they're going to speed it up. Right. But here's my, here's, here was my sudden thought. Okay. What if they're adding new track, new parts to it? And what if they go some weird, um, think tower of terror mix and match system, you know, where tower suddenly became randomized as to the number of drops and how the drops were going to happen. What if mm. they suddenly added more games to it? kept the time the same but they mix and match what
0: games you're going to hit that would be awesome so to make it a different experience every time
1: right so you get a unique experience every time keep the runtime about the same so it makes it fresh for people that have been there before so it seems like it's worthwhile expansion to those of right. us who have done it before but at the same time cuts down on the wait times because then you're not adding time to it but you're still adding like we said the capacity uh, right. to run more
0: cars through that would be good I think that is a a smart thing for them to do,
1: now, of course, again, we don't know that this is that that is what they will do. I don't really even think it's likely that is what they will do, but I suddenly thought I think that would work really well
0: yeah i think I think it's more likely than your're than you're saying um because it just doesn't make any sense for what is the most popular attraction at Hollywood Studios and one of the more popular attractions on that property. Um, with consistently the longest wait times, I, I would think, um, for them to figure out some way to keep it fresh and also, you know, uh, help with the long waits. I think that makes sense. I think it makes a lot of sense.
1: So, cause I mean, they, they essentially have, uh, geez, with the sound, I'm trying to think about sound stage sizes. I feel like they've got enough. I, I feel like when we talked about the back lot thing that we figured out they had enough room to double it
0: up. Yeah, they do. They have enough room to make a mirror.
1: Okay, so if you were to, and let's not say double, or let's not say mirror, but let's say double the size of the attraction, essentially make it twice as long. You could have twice the amount of cars on there, but it takes twice as long. So, I mean, the number of guests per hour is going to be the exact same number, correct?
0: Right, yes. Okay, That's so your then the weight is just as long, right? Yeah, your solution of randomizing it fixes that so you're you would essentially like right now we're at version a um that takes say 10 minutes your version your solution uh keeping it at 10 minutes but making it random every time that that increases capacity because you've got twice the track um which would increase guests per hour it would you know almost double it Right, and I think I think that makes a lot of sense from a WDI, you know, crowd management perspective.
1: So WDI, you are welcome to steal that idea. You know, not like they, not like they ha- don't already have an idea that they've had on the books for probably five years now. Right. Um, but if they if they're looking for one, that they're welcome to that. But I do I do like the fact that they are doing something to alleviate the crowd issues there, and I and I like that they're adding tracks, so that makes it less likely that that attraction is going uh fast pass only you know which was another thing yes. that we had discussed cuz they they tried they they've been trying some stuff like that mm-hmm. and we discussed that this attraction would be probably high on that list because the wait times have stayed so crazy long for so many mm-hmm. years now yep. um but if they're adding more track i i feel like that is a lot less likely so
0: yep um so the other change that's happening is epcot or Soren at Epcot is getting a uh, Star Tours sort of refurbishment. Uh, they're changing, they're switching to digital projection, uh, putting new screens in, and adding a, a theater uh, to increase capacity. Because Soren is a, another thing that has like really long wait times, and and it's it's a, an attraction that I consistently love. But I consistently think, man, that wait is really long for, am, am for I what really it is. Am I really
1: going to wait to go watch the same film that I've watched so many times? Uh, it, that looks awful. It, it does. It does. It does. And that's, that's why I was so ecstatic. To see now, did you did you see them actually say digital projection somewhere?
0: No, but okay. I mean, if they're if they're switching projection, like it says, as well as new screens and projections to improve the visual quality, I can't imagine they're going anything stick but right, digital. Yeah, right. That they would they would do anything but that. But that's exciting. Yes, um, I think if they can cut sore and wait times down, um, I mean, if they could get it to a thirty minute type of type of you know consistent wait. Instead of a sixty-minute consistent wait, I think Soren becomes a much more popular attraction.
1: Okay, so yeah, I'm really excited about the projection system because the film quality right now is
0: horrible. It is. It's not bad. It's
1: horrible. horrible. And the screen and the screen quality is horrible because. Yeah. And, and you know what? The screen quality is not all on Disney. It's on Disney in the in the case that they haven't done anything to fix it before now, but. Part of it is like crap that guests have thrown at the screen, you idiots um and yes i will I will call anybody who threw something at the soren screen an idiot, um because that's just destructive and stupid, but you know there's that, and then there's other stuff where there's been like tears and stuff has been slightly discolored, and that's on disney that yep. that's stuff that needs to be fixed, and fixing both of those things together is going to make it so much a better experience yes um but here's the other side of this to me with both of these attractions, we're both talking about how exciting it will be for the wait times to be lower. Will the wait times actually be lower?
0: See, I don't know if it's a better attract. It's the, it's the toy story thing. If it's a better attraction or a bigger attraction, it'll be more popular. And then wait times stay the same.
1: Well, okay. But I'm not assuming that the attraction was exactly the same. If you allowed for more guests per hour, would the wait time actually go down or would you, is, is 90 minutes kind of the, what, what people are willing to wait to go on toy story. Midway mania is 60 minutes. The, that's the time people are willing to wait to go on Soren? And so when people see 60, they go, well, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to go get in line. Cause I'm not going to wait longer than that. But then when they see it drop down to 45, they're like, Oh dude, I'm totally gonna go ride Soren, And somehow, They're moving more guests, and it still stays at 60 minutes.
0: So you're saying it's kind of a you spend what you make kind of a thing where you're, you know, they say when your income goes up, your expenses rise with it. Exactly.
1: Exactly. Are we going to see the same thing? Is it going to simply be more guests will suddenly decide to ride that attraction because the wait times? because the wait times aren't longer they're shorter but then the shorter makes them longer again you know i
0: suppose that's true i suppose that's a possibility
1: and i and i do definitely agree though that at least initially um the you know with all new production or with all new projection systems and a fresh screen is going to draw more people as will whatever changes they make to midway mania
0: right well and soren is a flagship attraction uh, not only for Epcot, but for Walt Disney World. And it is in dire need of, of a refresh. And I think that uh, anything is good. And I'm happy that they're doing it. And if it doesn't mean shorter wait times, it certainly shouldn't mean longer wait times. And that's okay.
1: I agree. I agree with that. So uh, props to props to Disney for actually doing some of these things. And what I like about these sorts of changes is they don't require attraction downtime because you're adding a theater. Well, okay, so Soren could could require some downtime, but if you add the new theater and maybe take out one of the existing theaters and update them like that, you could just be looking at limited functionality rather than actually having to shut the entire thing down right. to refurb it.
0: Right, yeah.
1: And, and then has all new tracks, so...
0: You just need downtime to link them up. Yeah. So I'm a, I I like that because, you know, then
1: then you don't have to deal with downtime like maybe you do with Pirates of
0: the Caribbean. Which is going to be closed um, because of safety.
1: Yes. Yeah, so, okay. So safety, absolutely 100%. Great plan, Disney. Um, you know, people can't seem to get it through their heads not to hold their hands over the side of the boats. You tell them not to hold their hands over the side of the boats. And admittedly, most people aren't expecting that because I didn't follow a rule, my fingers will get cut off. Yeah, right.
0: this this needs to be done. Now, they changed boats recently, didn't they?
1: They did, and that's what caused this.
0: Yeah. So it's not that it's on Disney that people are dumb, but it's kind of... The old boats didn't have this problem.
1: Right. Because we know that people were holding their hands off the old boats just like they were off the new boats. Sure. And what I think they changed it to where like nobody, no seating in the last row to try to, (laughs) because apparently that had something to do with it. And and if we all hadn't gotten fatter they wouldn't have needed the new boats in the first place. That's the same, you know, it's the same problem they ran into with it's a small world. People are all of a sudden the boats are bottoming out all the time. So let's (laughs) make new boats. And rather than because with Small World, they redid the boats and then didn't they deepen the the track or something? They made they made major changes on
0: it as well. Yeah. Well, and I just I noticed um, at Disney World when we were there, I got way, way wetter on Pirates than I ever have. Yeah, that's been a
1: huge complaint about the new boats because it was now it's kind of a wet attraction, whereas before it was a dry attraction.
0: Right, because I didn't notice a visual change in the boats. Granted, I didn't read anything about it, and it's very dark in the load-unload area. And the and the boat is sitting beneath you, or more or less beneath you in the load-unload. Sure. And it's, yeah, it's in the water. So any whole shape differences are going to be concealed by water. But, yeah, we got a lot wetter, and the boats seemed to ride you know low in the front and yeah it was just weird.
1: Yeah, so they're
0: going to make these changes, but
1: what is odd is closure May 11th through September 25th. Yeah, what are they going to do? Summer, summer. Yeah. You know, you know what would be a great idea, guys? Um um it's the busiest time of the season for the park. So, let's close one of the main attractions at Magic Kingdom, because right. nobody's
0: going to want to go there over the summer. Right. They're not closing Winnie the Pooh or, or Mickey's Philhar Magic for the summer. They're closing Pirates.
1: Yes. So, our, you know, Goofy's Flight School or something right. like that. Right,
0: yeah. Um, Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, that is a A, a, is a Walt Disney original. That'd be like closing Splash Mountain for three months.
1: Which... They, I, I don't know. They, it's had closures before. I don't think it's ever been that long. But again, it's, it's the length of the length of the closure, which, I, geez, dude, I don't. I, now I'm trying to think. I feel like Small World was a really long closure when they had to do all the uh, updates to get it up to code and everything too. Yeah. But it's just the the length of the closure and then the timing of it. It's like you know what? Uh, May, June, July, August, September. So four months. So why not? I don't know you know, January 31st through what, February, March, April, May 31st, the beginning of, you know, wouldn't it, I mean, doesn't that seem like a much better time to you?
0: Yes. Yeah. It seems like a much smarter time. Yeah.
1: But uh, again, I just, and and here's what, here's what gets me is Disney has the people who are smart about this stuff and they looked at it and they said that for whatever reason, the, the time frame that we just suggested did not work and that the best time frame the one that worked best was may 11th through september 25th and that just confounds me
0: that yeah that that amount of time is like them refurbishing the entire attraction that's like deepening the the you know waterway and changing out the boats again and 4 months for for what seems to be a switch back to the old boats type of situation.
1: Well, but that's the thing. If you're going to switch back to the old boats, you will have to deepen everything.
0: Ah, yeah. Because, okay. the, because the old boats were
1: riding the bottom because people are bigger now. Yeah. You know, so again, same problem that you had with it's a small world. And maybe that's the issue is maybe they thought they could, you know, fix this with new boats. And okay, now new boats are chopping people's fingers off.
0: That's That's crazy work
1: so well. Well, and they've been bolting on, you know, all of these new features with, you know, the audio animatronics and things like that, um, that they'll probably also take advantage of this to make sure everything's in working order all over again. But yeah. So, I mean, the moral of the story is if you have a vacation scheduled during that time period, you're not going to get to go see pirates. Yeah, that's insane.
0: Yeah, that's such a shame.
1: Dude, during the summer. You know how awesome that thing is during the summer? Because most of the queue, uh, a huge chunk of the queue is, is under, indoors, yeah, and you get to ride in that nice, cool area.
0: Yeah. That's All a- of the queue is at least under a cover. It's in the yes. shade. Yes. So, I, yeah. Well, well, okay. Unless they have those temporary stanchions. Yeah, when it gets crazy
1: long, it, it can be you know, the temporary stanchions. But yes, everything typically stays underneath the cover, so but yeah no pirates of the caribbean but they're making improvements you you won't have to worry about some kids hand getting knocked off which i think is i think it's good in the long run yeah it's good
0: the last piece of news we had was about uh star wars weekends this year um so in may they do star wars weekends in disney's hollywood studios every year and this year they're doing a thing called galactic gathering on May 14th. I guess to... Is that to kick it off? So,
1: okay. So, I I did some looking on this. And basically, it's a merch event. And they did something like this last year, too. But last year, it was called Rebel Rendezvous. So, essentially, it's an opportunity to go and buy merch before everybody else can buy merch. But it's really cool. Oh, no, no. Dude, it's awesome merch. (laughs) But... Here's the thing. I don't know what Rebel Rendezvous cost last year because I am not seeing pricing online, um, and it's uh, it's probably just because I haven't taken the time to look. But Galactic uh, Galactic Gathering two hundred and fifty dollars per person plus theme park admission. Oh well, you know, <laughs> so, It's the point where I can throw two hundred fifty bucks to go to a merch party,
0: three hundred and fifty dollars per person. <laughs>
1: Yes, yes. So, (laughs) what, and, and this is a 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. event, which is really weird timing for an event to me. So, this does come with some free stuff. Among those things, totally awesome. I want one of them, but they're only going to be at this event. Magic bands, dude. And I, I hate, I hate saying that I am so enamored with these limited edition magic band things because I'm just, I, I know it's just a way for Disney to take my money from me, but they did these really sweet lightsaber uh, magic bands where it's, you know, a red lightsaber or green, and you register as rebel or empire, and that tells them what magic band you want
0: to have. That's pretty sweet. And yes. they're cool looking, too. They're not lame.
1: Oh, no, no, no. That's the thing. I if they was The fact that it's a lightsaber in and of itself, I, I'm a big Star Wars fan, but that's not enough to make me go, dude, I really want this. I, you know, if I had $250 to blow, I could see blowing it at this event. Right. Um, sort of a thing. But these are really, really sweet looking uh magic bands, and we should we we need to include pictures of this in the show notes so people can actually see them. Um but yeah so you've actually got the handle of the lightsaber taking up one of the three chunks of the magic band and then the other two chunks make up the actual uh lightsaber, you know, the red or green. Um and yeah, they're just they're really really well done. But you get that uh you get a commemorative trading pin, which, you know, I guess you can then go and turn around and sell on eBay for 30 bucks. So okay, and this is this is where I this is where I should have done more reading about Star Wars weekends because I feel like I know what this is and I and it doesn't seem worthwhile to me, but maybe I just don't know what it is. The Darth darth's mall light speed pass giving expedited entry into darth's mall for all five weekends they do that every year okay but isn't so darth's mall is like is that not like um geez i'm drawing a blank uh dude in the cabin from frozen
0: yeah it's just a shop
1: yeah Uh, okay so essentially it's just a place to go shop for stuff
0: right yep okay so you get to go in there without standing in line I I guess so, and I mean, I
1: I don't know. I, here's the thing: this is not intended for me. That's what I know because right. all i all I do is keep looking at this and going 250 bucks, no way. But they did Rebel Rendezvous last year, and people wanted it so much that they were able to do Galactic Gathering this year. But right. you get that, then you get first opportunity to pre-purchase merchandise, um, and then oh, you get a Han Solo inspired popcorn bucket with awesome. popcorn. Which is, is the only mention of food here, might I add?
0: <laughs> that two
1: hundred fifty dollars will get you a bucket of popcorn. Azam, awesome. a bucket of popcorn.
0: So, uh, can I can I just go? Oh, I'm sorry, this is a tangent. No uh, tangent. But- Speaking of Magic Bands, and you referenced Frozen just a little while ago, but Epcot, uh, what, the Plant and Garden oh, Festival? Oh,
1: you're going to bring that up, aren't you? Dude,
0: why is Anna and Elsa
1: on that Magic Band? Yes. The, so, okay. Yeah, you should you should include... We'll, we'll include a picture of this as well yeah. in, the, in the show notes. They did yeah. a limited edition yeah. Magic Band for the Flower and Garden Festival, and... When you think flowers, when you think gardens, you think Frozen.
0: Yeah, Anna and Elsa might as well be on the Star Wars weekends Galactic Gathering limited edition Magic Bands, and it would make just as much sense as them being on the Flower and Garden no, Festival no, Magic that would, Bands.
1: That could possibly even make more sense. You could, <laughs> okay, because here, oh, here I can I can make this make more sense. You ready? You ready? Go for it. Okay. Go for it. Disney regularly takes their characters and recasts them into Star Wars. So Mickey true, true, as Luke, or true. you know, uh, whoever who, Pete, Pete uh, is plays one of the is some evil guy. Uh, you know, Stitch.
0: There's a really sweet Stitch doll. The uh, vinyl Yes, yes. Or so, it's not a vinyl no, but, no, yeah. but
1: it, yeah, it's a little toy. He's
0: dressed as Grievous.
1: There you go. So stitches grievous. These things are common. So Anna and Elsa somehow fitting into that yep. side of things.
0: That's true. Okay, Disney. You know, Anna, Anna could easily have Leia buns on her on the sides of her head.
1: Yes, yes, and people would buy it. And you know, I, and I'm okay with that because yeah. it's it's a reimagination where Anna and Elsa make no. The entire freaking movie is about snow and ice, and you're going to put
0: plants in that. Yeah, okay. I just. That is a, such a clear, like, we need to put on and else on this, because people will buy them if on and else is on it.
1: Yes. Olaf. Olaf could have made more sense there, because right. Olaf had this infatuation with summer, and yeah. things growing, and all that. I and I, would, and I would have said it was a cash grab at that point, but Olaf would have made more sense there. But they've got freaking snowflakes. Snowflakes on a flower and garden festival magic band makes no sense, Disney.
0: Yeah. Makes zero sense. Oh dude. Okay, yeah. sorry. That's that's just, why
1: that's why we didn't need to tangent out to that because that was just frustrating to me. Yeah. Sorry, but again, that's my this,
0: that's my bad everybody.
1: Yeah. It's the frozenify everything because people will and that's the thing, dude. You know you know they just sold out of these in no time flat.
0: Yep. Yeah.
1: You know, Thanks. like less than a minute. Absolutely. I, I don't know. Here's the thing: I don't know how these were sold. I don't know if it was a Galactic Gathering sort of thing, or you know, show up at the park on this day. But whatever method they used to sell them, I'm sure they sold like hotcakes. Yep. But it upsets me that they sold like hotcakes. <laughs> but either way, um, yes. So Galactic so, yeah. Gatherings.
0: The Galactic Gathering. It looks awesome. There's vinyl mations where the head is the Death Star, and there's um, Tie Fighters and X-Wings fighting each other on the body and the ears. Um, oh,
1: dude, have you, did you see the, okay, so if you're, you know, if you're looking at the image that Disney uh, has released on their blog, they've got the box that has the vinyl Vinylmation that I want on it because it's got the Stormtrooper head. With the Tatooine landscape the, yes, on the, the ears. Yes, the Tatooine landscape ears. That is so freaking sweet.
0: Yeah. Yeah. These things are cool, man. Like, the the merchandise for this thing. I mean, I know it's two hundred and fifty dollars and that's ridiculous, and they're not gonna give you one of those vinylmations for free for just being there, but I mean the merchandise is really neat. And that Stitch, you know, dressed up as General Grievous and there's Daisy Duck and uh the uh, Huey Dewey and Louie dressed as Sam People and I mean you've got a Leia uh vinylmation and the Death Star uh trooper guys but yeah it's really cool the the galactic gathering thing is really cool that's some innovative uh merch i yes. guess
1: and, and here's the thing star wars weekends has always had really really sweet merch um or at least for quite a few years i feel like i've seen stuff coming out of there and been like oh dude i totally want that yeah um but i guess and, and again galactic gatherings not for me So those of you who are hearing this and going, dude, you should totally be worth spending the money. That's why I talk about it the way that I do. But most of this merch is going to be available during Star Wars weekends. Yeah, for everybody. The only stuff that is limited to this event is the magic band, the trading pin, and the pass that gives you expedited entry to go buy merch during the other five weekends.
0: Yep, everything else you can get.
1: You'll be able to buy. But now you get to, what, they're they're going to have Disney characters there, and so you know, of course, that's going to mean Mickey and his Jedi robes, and, and they're going to have all the, truly, they're going to have the Star Wars Weekend characters there for you to see. Probably going to have Chewie there, all that kind of stuff. Yep. That's that's my thing, is really, really sweet merch, but I could just go buy this merch at Star Wars Weekends, I guess.
0: Yep. So I think that'll about do it for this week's episode of Missing the Mouse. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, we are MTM Podcast. You can like us on Facebook at Missing the Mouse, and you can visit our website at MissingTheMouse.co. Uh, we'll be back next week with a new episode, and until then, have a magical day.